Before we start today's show, I just want to give a massive shout out to Acast for making this show happen. Thanks, Acast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the PJ Podcast. I am your host PJ and welcome to autumn. First day of March, which means we're in autumn, which is normally, controversially, one of my favourite seasons. Like I think autumn is so underrated. It's the most beautiful time of the year when the leaves change colour and it's a little bit crisper. But this year it's just way too soon. We've had horrific weather, day after day, so much rain, particularly here in New Zealand. And um, I'm just... It's too premature. I'm just going to put it out there. I'm not ready for autumn. On the show today, very excited uh, to be joined by one third of the brains behind shit you should care about. If you don't already follow the page on Instagram, there's a good chance you've probably seen their posts shared by your friends or maybe you've shared them and you didn't realise who they were. Today I'm joined by Lucy, um, who is from Blenheim here in New Zealand. I didn't know she was a small town gal, so... We start that in common. Um, And what started as a way of communicating the news in a more relatable fashion when they started the page a few years ago has just eventuated into the account going huge, getting massive engagement and following from the likes of Ariana Grande, Dan Levy from Shit's Creek and Joe Rogan. Um, In this episode, we talk keeping anonymity online because the girls have done that. The downside of being reactive to news and how have these small-town besties done so well working together. All of that plus more in this week's episode. Hello, can you hear me? I can hear you. <laughs> We're here. We're live. Yay, we made it. Uh, Lucy from Shit You Should Care About, this is this is a big flex for the podcast. Uh, you're kind of a big deal, and I kind of want to compare you to, like, the Banksy of New Zealand because what you're the- this... <laughs> <laughs> you are one-third of Shit You Should Care About. I am. And you guys boast over like 3 million followers. It's insane how popular and you have become the go-to news source over the past few years for the youth, um, oh, not just in New Zealand, but all around the world. Like, I don't even know where to start. Let's go back to your start, which was in uni, wasn't it? You guys were a bunch of uni students. Yep, so me, Rubes and Liv, who are the three people, there's there's a few more people involved now, but the three people that started Shit You Should Care About, we've been best mates since we were 
like 15, maybe even younger. And we're all from a small town in New Zealand called Blenheim. So there was always plenty of time. Yeah, (laughs) plenty of time to dream, plenty of time to chat because there just wasn't that much else to do. And so as you do, you go to high school together and then you go to uni together. And then for some people, you start a business together by accident maybe. Um, So the way that it started was honestly, we were all in our third year of studying I was sitting in an international relations lecture and I was just like, why do I not understand what's going on in the world? Like I'm three years into learning literally just about what's going on in the world. And I was sort of like, it's because all the news is in black and white and it's full of really big words and no one's using swear words. Like No one's using the words I use with my friends every day. So I text Rubes and Liv and was like, I think we should start something called Shit You Should Care About where we can help people care about literally anything. Like you can care about the environment, you can care about Harry Styles, you can care <laughs> about protests happening in Iran or everywhere it feels like. Yeah. Or you can care about Formula One. Like it's just, it's cool to care. Let's help you. Um, and that was in 2018. And now actually as of this week, Rubes is still with shit you should care about. She's moved to Sydney though, and she does all the commercial stuff over there. And Liv has just gone on her big OE. So there's now just a, a team of two, a core team of two. Oh my God. That is yeah. so impressive. What was the turning point for you guys where you just started gaining heaps of popularity? Was it the US elections? It was, okay. It was the perfect storm of. Mm. 2020 and everyone locked at home I'd been doing it for two years so like I loved giving people the news and then it just so happened that the news got like the worst it's ever been and we had the pandemic and Rubes and I weren't working because at the time I think I worked in a hospital and obviously couldn't work we were back in Blenheim we just put all our time into educating people on the shit that was happening in the world too like black lives matter had a huge resurgence in the states and that taught me it just like was so much not about what like a kiwi in Blenheim had to say on it but we had this huge u.s audience so i was like send me your stories let me just publish them and then we had the u.s election we had a new zealand election it was just cooked but yeah. it was also at this point where i think all these celebrities were like right I need to be saying something. I need yes. to care. And then for for whatever reason, they all just flocked to us, which was like massive pressure. And yeah. and we don't optimize shit for social media really anymore because of the world and how it's better not to get your news there. But at that time, like we weren't making money off it. We were just doing it because we loved it and because we were locked down. And it just... I think we started 2020 with 200,000 followers and then ended 2020 with maybe 2 million. And it was like, what the fuck do we do with this pressure and audience? Yeah. And that that pressure must be so real when you have become that kind of go-to source. How do you sort of stay sane in that? And and how do you stay leveled and remove yourself as well? Because I worked in radio. Actually, I just asked about three questions, but there's just so much I want to talk to you about. Like, because working in radio, you're consuming news all the time and yeah. it was grim. And like, as you say, you were in peak grim. And it, peak I, I mean, it's just been more grim, right? And 
How do you remove yourself? Because I know you love the news and you love it. Yeah. But how do you actually get out when you have to be reporting all the time? And it's literally on you guys. It's not like a massive team of journos. Yeah. I do all the content. Rubes does all the partnerships and Liv does all the design. So it really is just one. It's quite easy to remove yourself from it when you work with your best friends and they're constantly like, you are far more important than the business. So look yeah. after you and then look after the millions of people that want things from you. But then also... Like I get, like I'm super privileged to be able to feel like I'm doing something about the shit that I read every day. Like it's such mm. a lucky thing that I constantly, even if I'm in the doom and gloom of like the hellish news cycle, I'm like, well, I get to actually do something about this every day by teaching yes. people what it means or pushing them to places they can help. And then also... I think we've slowed down. Like there used to be a real, 2020 was like react, 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 mm. be first, make sure you're giving people everything they need to know about this one thing as soon as it happens. And now we've very much slowed it down. We do a daily newsletter, which goes out once a day. So there's no requirement for me to have to be like on everything all the time. And then podcasts, like, you know, you get to actually prep them and talk quite meaningfully about stuff. It's not just who can get the most likes and post this thing first and be at the mercy of the algorithm. But you guys are so successful with your engagement. <laughs> what do you reckon the secret behind that is? Is it the... Is it the fresh, unique take, the colloquial best friend, like, don't give a fuck, yeah. swear words. You're just saying it how people would usually communicate. Do you reckon that's a yeah. success? I reckon it's, I reckon being from New Zealand really helps because we have such a blunt way of saying <laughs> things and quite a sarcastic and funny way of making people feel okay about things that can be really hard to swallow. Like we always say, we're trying to give you the news without giving you the blues. And I think that's something that, we do quite well I also I think it's like our tone of voice we just should never feel like we think we're smarter than you or we're on a pedestal like we're actually not experts but we're just making sense of it for you and then there's something really interesting and one thing I'm quite proud of is that people feel really connected to us without knowing who the fuck we are or what we look like yeah. which yes. is such a conscious decision I did decision. not know you guys were Kiwis for yeah. so long everyone says that and i mean it's insane like it's in the bio of our instagram like we don't oh, no. hide from it but people just assume we're like some corporation in the states and then when they find out it's just like one kiwi chick writing it and another one trying to help us pay rent like it's bizarre <laughs> you talk about the merits of working with a bestie and how that kind of keeps you grounded but surely it does come with challenges like it surely it's come along with challenges along the way okay it's so annoying of me to say <laughs> that it's actually the best thing in the world like yes we've had little like should we be saying this or working with this person or doing this like mundane things but I feel like because our values I mean we grew up mm. in the same spot since we were so young we're literally like sisters so we always have the same end goal just like the roadmap there might feel different and often I'm so like go 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 this is gonna work this is gonna be great and Ruby's like hey why don't we actually plan for this Luz and so yeah. I always say like anyone that 
I don't always say it. I've said it a few times. Anyone that tells you like not to go into business with your friends just doesn't have the friends mm. that we have because it's been... It can work, enjoy. absolutely. I've yeah. talked to people who it can work with. And, like, if you get that right partnership, boom, yeah. it's magic. And that's obviously what's happened for you guys. We give way less of a shit about the business than we do about our friendship. So it's like, well, if this all yeah, falls facts. over but we're still friends, fine. Like, we'll go get other jobs. But, yeah, it's unique. Was it an intentional move to stay anonymous or has that kind of just occurred because you were I guess presenting the news and you were like well we're not there but now did we like actually the more this happens the more we're protected yeah it was so intentional at the start I remember it was like again 2018 we were probably 21 and it was peak like influencer selling you shit on your feed like that's basically all Instagram was at the time and I mean, we're literally from small town Blenheim. We had no interest in doing any of that. And so we actually, I think we said to each other, and I say this all the time, so sorry if you've heard this before, but we said to each other, do we know who runs the BBC? Like, do we know who runs X website, X blog that we love? And we were like, no, and does it matter? No. And do we want everyone to, if we're giving out, like our innermost thoughts sometimes or things about our family. Do they need to know what we look like or what T-shirts we're wearing that day? Not really. It's refreshing and it must be so freeing when you get all these, well, I don't know, because I can imagine like, because your posts are so highly engaged, you naturally are going to cop some trolls and whatever, but having that barrier must Mm. be key. Because it's people so, can't yeah. attack you really personally in a way. Yeah, and I think it's like the whole for a news media pop culture company, whatever you want to see us as, for it to work, I feel like it has to be so, like the ego has to be as removed as possible for you to be able to write mm. and talk and feel all these things. And I think not having it rely on how you look or that level of like pressure, I think really helps the product. <laughs> So this might sound really naive and you don't have to answer it if, if you don't want to, but like in terms of the page, how do you monetize that when you're not actually, you know, selling your soul? Like I do with brands. <laughs> no, like, and this is, the, so many people ask this question and fair enough, because mm. it's so, it's so interesting and the media industry is so hard to make money yeah. in because it's gone from, I don't know, SEO and selling heaps of page views and putting ads on there and now no one really visits websites and so it's like how do you how do you make money all that kind of nerdy stuff but for us we work with partners obviously we have to say no to a lot of them because they have we have such strong values and such like vocal values that it's great because we have such a strict thing to hold ourselves to but so we work with partners and that's real cool when we find the right ones but then we also have subscription models like to our newsletter yeah 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 but when you have partners how does that work on the feed okay I have a real sort of a chip on my shoulder but not really as I'm very very picky as to who will work with on Instagram you will very rarely see an Instagram sponsorship or anything um if it's a big project that we've done and like we're happy and it's sponsored like a sponsored podcast happy to put that on the Instagram but it just doesn't feel right sometimes to just do like flash in the pan Instagram things we do them every now and again when they're for a really good 
company or cause or whatever but most of the time you won't see them on our instagram you'll see them like sponsored podcasts sponsored newsletters which are actually better because they get more intense engagement i think like niche communities oh absolutely feel better to me and than you, like- you feel like you're being more authentic to yourselves as well yeah Hell yeah. I, I don't know. That was like my media background going, actually, so is it the podcast? Is it the newsletter? Or is yeah. there other ways like with it? But um, it's everything we can. <laughs> good on you for sticking to your values because that's obviously like also the key to your success. It was hard at the start when it was like, well, how are we going to pay rent this month because of our values? But it was never, it was never like do or die, compromise yeah. yourself. Or we've always been sort of okay, which has been lucky. So before this chat, before we hit record, you did casually say that you've just come off uh, from recording with no big deal, Harry Styles' sister Gemma. Now, I did hear that you guys um, were in each other's DMs when you were on the Girls in Uninterrupted podcast last year. Things have come a long way. (laughs) The relationship has blossomed. (laughs) Yes. And it's just like, are you going to meet up? Like, what's happening? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Like, I don't think we'll meet up, but she has a podcast called Good Influence, and she's been like a huge fan of shit you should care about and you know elephant in the room is we're a huge fan of harry styles yeah and we often use him to help people care about other things and so Amazing. i don't know 15 year old me was quaking when it was like hey Lucy, do you want to come on a podcast i was like you want me on your <laughs> podcast like i want you to Did tell you me yeah I, I had to but i like i can't really play anything cool so i think it was like she was being real profesh and I was there like, should we address the elephant in the room? Like, you know. <laughs> I love your brother. No, I know. And and I oh, wanted to be amazing. like, can we meet him when he comes to New Zealand? But I was like, no, Lucy, just, just actually be chat. normal for a sec. Yeah. Surely though, you know, that those opportunities are starting to flow through now with the platform that you have. You're probably having a few pinch me moments like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, I mean, how is this person saying this? How is this person sharing? Like, because I heard yeah. last year you had Ariana Grande, and not that this is what it's about. Yeah, but, I know, <laughs> but it is interesting. It's interesting, it's interesting eh? to see the reach that you guys have got. Who else has recently shared? I mean, we can't actually see all the quote unquote famous people that follow, but some people yeah. that I love is Dan Levy because I love Shit's Creek. Oh my and... god, does he follow? Yeah, he follows us. He left me on scene once because I think I got drunk and I messaged him something about how much I love Shit's Creek. <laughs> oh my god, that's the same with me and John Mayer. No, I love that. <laughs> oh my god, I fucking love that. Um <laughs> like Blake Lively, weirdly Joe Rogan follows us. Like just really? Yeah, there's just a huge niche list of American celebrities that I think wow. keep tabs. I know. That's but I don't really think about it, which is good because then I would yeah, be no, no. scared to post anything. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's the, there's the beauty of just... And actually, what is your kind of, I guess, process when it does come to posting? Do you have to have that pause or have a review or send it off to someone and go, yo, this needs a check? Or are you kind of that final say every time? That's where the pressure comes from, is it actually is just me every time. But that's good because I've gotten it wrong a few times, so I've been the one that has learnt... So I can like trust myself to have been doing it for four years and sort of have quite a gut instinct on what's okay and what's, what is actually not going to be taken well by the internet, even though it is like a good thing for people to hear. But kind of like I said earlier, truly we don't optimize anything for Instagram anymore. I will never mm. write anything purely for Instagram. I just, I don't think it's the best place people should be getting their news. Mm. Like I'm happy to link out to sources and link out to our newsletter or our podcast especially when you don't own your audience on there and we've been shadow banned and like our account's been you know threatened to be deleted and we were just like really? this is not where we should be putting our resource and people should want to get more than a 10 slide summary of a conflict or something like that so we yeah I heard you guys say that you're you're strictly the beginning you're not the end point yes you know? yeah like the gaining awareness and, and getting young people interested is obviously a big thing that you guys have done. Um, and I'd love to know your thoughts on, because I think that's amazing that, you know, the youth is so much more engaged and interested and active and having opinions. But I also think it's kind of like a double-edged sword because in today's age, it's like people feel the pressure to have a say on everything in a way. And it's almost like you have to project that and people feel this pressure to have said yeah. opinion on everything which everything feels so divisive as well like how, what are your thoughts on that okay I have many thoughts on that <laughs> my first one is that my optimistic self is hoping that we're kind of moving away from the 2020 2021 vibe of everyone with a certain number of followers having to have an opinion or a take on everything because yes there are some things that feel like quite universal um, and you can, you know, stand up for them and that's great and you should. But it is really hard when you have, like I know it firsthand, people in your DMs telling you about every single crisis yeah. in the world, expecting you to know the history and then make a post on it really quickly and really reactively. And, and that's just not good for information. Like that mm. is just, I'm not going to do a good job. You're not going to learn information. And then when you share it, everyone is going to learn really shit information and so and I know even talking to Gemma Styles yesterday she asked this <laughs> she asked the same thing she was like yeah that was such a name drop loose um, she asked the same thing she was like the expectation to share and know about everything it's just not good for information I have an example actually of that um there was a viral Instagram carousel that I saw going around and got sent so many times about I think it said 15,000 protesters have been or will be executed in Iran. And I got sent it so many times and I saw like every celebrity, not every, but a lot of celebrities sharing it. Some politicians like Justin Trudeau from Canada shared it. And I searched and searched for the source for this thing. Like it was racking up so many views. And I was like, yes, there is actually people that are facing the death penalty over mm. there for protesting, etc. That's very true. The 15,000 number, I cannot find a source for this anywhere. I will not post or reshare something that 
like I actually cannot verify except for like some tweets. And yeah. so I wrote a whole newsletter on the fact that everyone was sharing this and I couldn't find where it was from. And I was trying to show some media literacy that I'd learnt at uni and high school. And like, cause I feel like that's, that's my job. And mm. that's what happens when there's a pressure to share or show that you care or show that you know about Things get everything. Rushed. Things get rushed. And then fake news, yeah. we are also the problem. So yeah, it's very interesting. And then on your note about divisiveness and how yeah. the internet sort of is. It's sort of like everyone's had to take a side over the last couple of years in a way. Yeah. And, and I don't like that. Like there's been no room for nuance in a way. I know. And, and social media, we know like, flattens everything you'll be yes scrolling through a wedding photo and then a crisis here and then someone's cute dog and then someone's brunch and it's like oh we should not be giving these things the same amount of time yeah but, so we stopped well like I that's why I sort of have moved away from social media a little bit but I've incorporated the mundane poll to oh, like, I love that and I was going to bring that up actually yeah it's like a ring fenced place to give people a really low stakes area to let their frustrations out like if you feel like you have to pick a side for something don't do it about people's lives like do it about whether you wear socks in bed or not like you know how do you come up with the mundane polls is that from your brain yeah, it, most of it's from my brain just because again now that I've done it for like a year I question every single thing like one that I'm gonna do is, oh yeah, can we do it? Can we do it? Okay, we can do it. What do you call the thing that you use to dry your clothes that you like set up and air out your clothes on? Um, a, a clothes dryer. And I call it a clothes horse. And and some people call it a drying rack. Some people call it an, like an ear dryer. And so, you know, I just think about shit like that and then it turns into a poll. You think about a bunch of good things. Like I was looking at the mundane <laughs> polls and I was like, oh my God, I'd never thought of that. Like what was another one? Could you picture an apple in your head if I asked you? Yes. Same. And I think only like 11% couldn't, but. My mum has an actual photographic memory and she was like really, really smart and like would do so well on exams. She's a doctor and I think it's just like helped her so much through life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was learning about, I think it's called aphantasia and all these people started messaging me being like, I have never been able to picture something in my head. And so when I get messages like that, I'm like, let's see how many other people can or like can't. So it's half audience generated and then half just me being like, what the fuck do you guys call this thing? Yes. So what do you see the future of of what you guys do? Because it's, I don't know, I kind of feel like the world got obsessed with short form things, right, for a while and our attention span was really short, but it's almost like now that podcasts and other things are gaining traction, people kind of want the longer stuff now. Again, yeah. you're finding that and like people are gravitating towards YouTube and yes, TikTok yeah. and stuff is still huge, don't get me wrong, but it is like there's that craving to go a bit deeper. I'm hoping this is my optimist side. No, and I actually think as... A lot of people from traditional media will ask me, like, how do you reach the youth? How do you reach the youth? And I'm like, you know what? They have so much going on. They will go where they want to go. But if you keep serving this audience that you have and keep writing really good shit, we will grow up and we will come to this longer form stuff. Like, you're going to fuck yourselves if you're just trying to scrambble. Like, how short can it get? It's like, yes. how much can you squeeze into one second? Like, it's not I know. But so, I mean, the future for us, we have this thing where we really don't make long-term goals because when we started, 
TikTok didn't exist and like Instagram was what was cool and there were no newsletters and, and things like that. So we really have to be like, I'm obsessed with being able to just pivot, which is why we always want to keep the team real small as well. I'm not interested in taking over the world and making a shit ton of money. Like I want to be quite happy because I can't work in the news cycle if I'm not happy. And like, I want to do a really good job at what we do and saying that there's like some cool things, like some cool physical, like more tangible things we're working on. But, cool. Documentaries. But, well, I can't say. Oh my God. Everyone can do what they want with that info. But yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, I don't have a huge take over the world goal. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like pay rent, make this thing cool. Hopefully get some more cool writers and like designers and shit, some work every now and again. <laughs> Good for you. And like, you're obviously really enjoying the journey. Do you think? Yeah, I, I love it. You know, even the move from social media used to be my favorite place to give the news. And like, I loved communicating there and then like sort of seeing how that changed and be like, no, I actually like writing a morning newsletter and being on podcasts. It's fun because it gets to be sort of whatever we're enjoying at the time. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. For anyone who is listening, who wants to go out and live their dream essentially like you guys are you guys are killing it what advice would you give for young people listening aside from don't make too many long-term goals which is like just not the best advice ever but it's what works for us one that I always say and think about is do not plan too much the fastest way to get something done is just to try anything and like do the wrong thing so I always think about if there's two mountains in front of you and over one mountain is the Starbucks and you really want a coffee. And over the other one is like shark infested waters. And like the quickest way to get to that Starbucks is to go up a mountain, whatever one, cause you'll soon see if you're up the wrong one and then you can go, <laughs> go to the good one. But like, if you New just direction. stand there and try and plan and figure out how am I supposed to know what one to go over, you're gonna waste so much time. Like the quickest way is to just go to the wrong one. Have you gone over a few wrong mountains and what examples can you give? I go over like wrong ant hills all the time. Like every day, if I'm writing a newsletter every day, she, like I'm going to get something wrong. So things like, especially with language actually and the way that our language is evolving to be way more inclusive and like stop using things that just aren't okay anymore. So yeah. that's like my daily thing is learning something new that I either should replace shouldn't say and I'm just like we have so many synonyms in the English language like I can pick a new word that's not going to hurt someone's feelings so yeah so you're always evolving always, always. Learning. <laughs> have there been one big mistake that stood out that you're like shit or do you not look back on I don't really that? dwell on them I mean mm. often well, it's quite easy for me because I have I'm so not above putting something on Instagram people being like oh, this has been, like, new information's come out, and I'm like, sweet, I'll change my opinion based on the new information. Let me, like, archive it, say what changed, and then replace it. Like, I'm, I kind Don't of love... you human and that you can change. Yeah, yeah, which sometimes is hard because it's like when you get something wrong and everyone's telling you, you just feel like shit and you get a bit yes. scared to post, but most of the time it's like okay, the big version of me is like, this is a learning moment for everyone. This is good for society to not just like cancel someone and not see how they do better. Like, you know. 
Oh man, it's been so interesting talking to you, Luz. Like, thank you so much. From one small town girl to another small town girl. I grew up in a town called Methven. Uh, oh, you know did you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Of course I know where Methven is. Methven represent. And oh my God, I'm, I love uh, it. Just out of Macedon in the North Island. So um, it's it's very cool and inspiring to see a small town Kiwi chick doing <laughs> you can follow them online, shit you should care about. They've also got a bunch of podcasts and you can sign up to their newsletter as well to get all of their daily goodness. Uh, if you haven't already done so, you can subscribe to my podcast, the PJ Podcast, wherever you listen. Leave a review, let me know what you think of the show and follow the podcast on Instagram, the PJ Podcast. I will be back with a brand new episode next week. Have a good one.